What's up, guys? This is episode number 26. You're right, Sean. Uh, and we are going to do like a follow-up episode on scaling, which we've done on a previous episode. So you go back and listen that, to that one if you want a little refresher. But we wanted to elaborate on uh, like how specifically we do it at CrossFit Suma, uh, how we view scaling and how kind of we categorize it, what the differences are between uh, the different levels that we offer at Suma. Uh, you know, why we do it that way, where you might see it done differently at other gyms. Uh, and then we wanted to get into like uh, how you could uh, either go up or down or what would be some reasons for scaling up or scaling down, uh, how you should feel about it. And uh, yeah, just, I don't know, Sean, you want to elaborate a little bit more on what we're going to get into? Yeah, I think like, um, I, I, well, we can start pretty easy and like talk about uh the three different levels that we have and it's conditioning RX and RX plus. And you were just kind of hinting at it. Sometimes other gyms will either just have RX be their top end with conditioning underneath of it. And only have two options, you know? Um, so the way that we have it with three tracks is set up like four different leveled individuals, obviously, but it's also to help kind of gauge like where you're at and where you want to be. And, you know, if you're content with one thing, that's great. And, um, it's also meant like, you know, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but it's also to help people really push the envelope sometimes in what we're doing, but then recognize moments where you're like, I'm not there quite yet. And this is good for me to be here at this level for today based off of certain things. And it's like, you know, the RX, I think, uh, and we'll kind of elaborate on this a little bit more because we were just talking about it before we started, but it's like trying to break the thing of like, okay, if I RX plus every workout or some of the workouts, and then I'm like, I have to RX plus every workout now, even if I really shouldn't be doing that. And if anything, it's almost hurting my fitness in a way rather than it's helping me. And I think that's like, it'll be a fun place to kind of to go into with that. Cause I think, a lot of people don't think about it that way. They think this is where I'm at and this is where I always need to be. And uh, it's really not like that. Yeah. I think one of the reasons why we break it down into so many different levels, maybe compared to just two, like three instead of two different options is I, we found that people, when they look at the whiteboard, you know, with a workout, it, it, they get a little stuck in what it says. You know what I mean? So if let's just say we gave one option, a lot of people would look at that and be like, well, that's what I need to do today. And they almost <laughs> think like there's nothing else that it's an option. So I feel like we felt like the more options that are written out, actually written out on the board, the more that people were okay doing something else. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think I, we look at the old CrossFit Opens, right? Where it was like, cool, you can either do this movement or you can't before they started introducing all the different levels and scales and, you know, um, the adaptives and all of that, they didn't have any of that. And it was one track and you could do it or you couldn't. And that was it. And yeah. that, that can be rough starting out and being like, well, this sucks. Like yeah. I'm just going to be standing here for 10 minutes or whatever. And I, I don't have an option. And unless I have a, an experienced coach that can help me figure out those scales on the fly. It, it's 
it's so much harder to to enjoy workout and then actually perform at the level that you should be no matter where you're at yeah exactly yeah well let's get into what uh the three levels that we offer at crossfit sumo are so we give an rx plus option an rx option and a conditioning option uh, and then we will maybe we'll compare to what other gyms do a little bit which we mentioned yeah. um, so what how should people think about the rx plus option um i think the rx plus option is for an individual who has been very proficient in almost every movement loading um as again they can overhead squat snatch clean muscle up whatever it may be anything that they can really um, that is put in their way they could do or very close to being able to do in the way of like um maybe they can do one chest of bar pull up at a time instead of a set of 10 but they can still do it like you're bordering in on a little bit there but i think the rx plus is really for those people who have been doing this a long time and again are very proficient in the majority if not all of the movements yeah yeah, let's go. I guess we'll go over all three and then we'll talk about like you mentioned at it, like a little bit of gray areas, um, yeah. like in, you know, largely speaking, when an RX athlete or someone who's looking to click the RX button at Suma, what should they look for? So the RX button? Yeah. Yeah, I think the RX button is probably where majority of people are going to live. And it's you have probably you're very proficient at most of the movements, right? There's still a, a good handful, uh, probably you know, two or three really big ones that I haven't done. Uh, we'll use today's workout as an example, like a bar muscle up. Um, maybe I'm not there, but I could do a jumping bar muscle up, right? This is where that RX is probably going to be. And it allows us to, uh, or allows people and individuals who are using it to, again, test their fitness and kind of what they've been working on. Usually it's the people who have been doing this for quite a while, um, probably a couple of years uh, at this point. Um, or long enough that they're comfortable with everything um, and understanding kind of where they are. Um, <clears throat> so that's where I would kind of do it. You, would you change anything with that, Mike? No, I would say, you know, in comparing to other gyms that like you hinted at this, a lot of gyms uh, uh, consider their RX option to be RX, R, RX plus option. So those are tend to be similar. I think the origins of that come from like, like a doctor's prescription. Like this yeah. is, this is what we're prescribing today. This is the, you know, exactly what you need to do. Um, so that's kind of the origins of the, the lingo. Um, we found that giving people a button to click is very satisfying. So like yeah. having an option to click RX plus or RX uh, gives people that little, little satisfaction of getting to click one of the buttons. Uh, whereas <laughs> if there's only either click it or you don't, then right. I don't know, there's just less we find that it's just a little motivating. Yeah. Mike, what would you, uh, how would you classify the conditioning um, level that we have? Yeah, I would say the conditioning level, uh, you know, maybe newer uh, to the gym, newer to fitness in general, um, where you, you didn't develop, have time to develop uh, a lot of the skills. Uh, you know, largely it's skill-based. Um, you know, you don't have, Things like uh, kipping pull-ups and, uh, you know, kipping in general or these higher skill gymnastics movements like muscle-ups and, uh, you know, more advanced skills that just take time to develop, right? Yeah. Um, 
maybe also you're uh, lacking in like just the overall strength uh, of like, let's say a, like a strict pull-up uh, or upper body strength and to do a push-up to the ground. So you're working on developing that. So maybe you're doing an elevated surface for a push-up. Um, you know, you again, takes time to develop, to develop strength. So even if we're talking about a barbell movement and not your body weight, uh, it takes time to develop that. So maybe yeah. you're using less weight on a barbell movement. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to add to that? No, I would say the same thing. And, uh, I think for kind of the monostructural stuff, the cardio, like the running, rowing, jump rope, stuff like that. Um, I think it's again, building the capacity for those things as well. Uh, probably just shortening the distance, but still being able to say, keep it a run instead of doing a 400, I'm doing a 200, you know, um, but I can still do it. It's just a little bit less. Um, yeah. And I would say let's, we'll dive into the gray area, maybe a little bit, but first, uh, you know, why we chose to do it this way. Again, I like having the different options of the RX plus and the RX versus just one, like a lot of gyms will do it RX or not, you know, they'll often call it scaled, scaled in RX. I like having three different options so people could see it up there on the board, uh, gives them, you know, a little bit more wiggle room to fit into one of those a little bit more nicely. Yeah. Um, but if they don't fit into it nicely, uh, so this little gray area, um, how could we think about the the gaps between or like, you know, maybe you can RX plus one workout because it's just the perfect combination of things <laughs> that for you. You got to love those. Yeah. You wait for those. But then the uh, pretty much uh, largely you're living in the RX or something like that. You know, how should people think about the gray area in between? Um, see, I think the gray area is an interesting one because I think it's actually uh, a place that everybody will be at some point. And I think this is where we start to really focus on um, what your goals are related to fitness, right? Are my goals just to become a little bit fitter, start to incorporate more exercise throughout my week and do all of that? Or is it to get, um, say, a bar muscle up, like, or, you know, kipping pull-ups or, you know, name it, whatever it is. Um, and I think those are the people, the gray areas are where we can really start to, like, with our open gyms. You, you start to spend a little bit of extra time working on skill work, or maybe it's just a pure strength, you know, cycle or, you know, the strict pull-up cycles that we have, anything like that. Like these are the, they're, they're the fun parts because they can, they can really be where you see the majority of your progress um, that I, I think a lot of people overlook because they, they automatically categorize themselves in the RX plus RX or conditioning and be like, I can't get to there or there or there. Like, um, with today's workout being bar muscle ups, you know, people walk into the gym and they're like, can't do one. What am I going to get out of this? And again, with a workout like today, where it's just bar muscle ups for the most part, you you can start to develop some of those extra pieces or or movements towards that help you in the long run. And then again, it also keeps it fresh. Um, so maybe like you said, then you start to creep more into my RX level or RX plus or wherever more frequently than just a one-off every once in a while. Um, so I think that's kind of the mentality you got to have. If you are in that gray area, it's a good place to be. Um, if you take advantage of, of the opportunity around you and if it really means something to you. Yeah. yeah that's really well put. I really like how you put that. 
Yeah, I think people will, like you said, kind of automatically be like, well, can't do that. So we like to say, you know, you can't do it yet. So like, let's give you some tools to start working towards it, you know, and then when you do start creeping into that gray area where you are still, uh, you know, starting to get some of those skills, let's use a double under as an example. We see that people, when they start developing that, they start, you know, getting one at a time, something like that. That's where you can start, like you said, with the pull-ups even, uh, start you know, throwing them into workouts where it makes sense. And that's where yeah. the, co- the coach comes in handy there to, to determine, you know, like when's a good time, you know, if it's a hundred pull-ups and you have one kipping pull-up, maybe not the best day to, to start doing it like that, but maybe you can adjust the reps or on a day where it makes more sense, you start uh, working on that skill in a workout. And then you could also make a lot of progress that way. Not even talking about working on it outside of class in an open gym or something, just working on it in class, whenever it shows up, that could be a good way. We've seen people gain skills over time doing it that way. Yeah. Uh, again, I'll, I'm going to keep using it because it's fresh in my mind because they coached all the morning classes, but like today, um, like I, I told everybody at the beginning of class that, my goal for today was to get everybody on top of a bar, whether it's from the floor or the box, or you're doing a full muscle up, whatever you are going to do. And it's funny because a lot of people, again, like we were saying, just kind of scoff at that and be like, not, not me. But then it's this cool thing that ends up happening is um, once you, you have time like today, like working it in a workout, you, you have time to devote towards it. And People that never thought that they were, even if they're jumping six inches off the ground to get themselves up there, they never thought that they were going to get up there. And that's a really cool feeling to have. And then they end up having fun with it. And I think that's what also pushes the needle forward too. It's like moments like that in general and kind of what you were just talking about is like how, you know, you stay in this long-term too. And it's just being smart of like when to do it and how to do it. Um, But that's what we're here for. You stole the words right out of my mouth, Sean. I was going to say <laughs> that exact same thing. I mean, that's what it keeps people motivated, you know, like when they get those little victories, even if it's yeah. jumping up on that pull-up bar from the ground uh, and getting over it for the first time. It's things like that that keep people excited about fitness. And I think that's a big part of why CrossFit in general is so effective is it makes people excited about the, your daily workout. Like, I'm sorry, you know, Peloton, all these other, I don't want to throw all this stuff under the bus, but you know, there's ways to find success in all of these things and like little victories. But the the more that you can have that, the more that you're going to stick with something long-term, you know? And I think CrossFit does such a good job of that because there's so many things to work on that uh, you're always going to have something to work towards. So it just kind of keeps you motivated, keeps you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then to kind of go back to what we're talking about with all of our scaling stuff um, and kind of how we do it. uh, Like I still love like me personally, like those days uh, you get to click the RX button, but I still even love the days that I do an RX workout. And because I know that I need work on my handstand pushups, like we've brought up a bunch, stuff like that. Like I actually love that because it's forcing me to throttle down a little bit and not just be so bullheaded and just try and like beat myself up and get frustrated and, you know, ruin my workout for no reason. And, and I think a lot of people, and maybe we can segue into this of like um, being okay with scaling down or yeah. up, like 
and how important that is for for your mental side of this and you know we joke around all the time and it's 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 a workout it's just a workout don't let it ruin your day right yeah. and i think some people kind of let that happen more often than not too yeah yeah i'd say i see it more often that way yeah i think we talked a little bit about how to go from one level kind of up to the next level you know working on it outside of class in class once you start developing those skills i think uh you know talking about going down maybe down a level uh and, and taking a step back you said I, I also agree like working on those skills and like maybe it's a skill that i don't have super proficiently uh maybe i do have like going back to the pull-up example like some pull-ups but not enough to do a hundred of them in a workout it's a great day to take a step back and be like i'm gonna work more on this skill today and be okay clicking the rx button instead of the rx plus button uh and doing this one a little scaled back so that I could further develop that skill for the next time. I think that's the the right mindset to take. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I think um, it, it's like the, you know, your hubris is, can be a, a terrible, terrible thing sometimes of like, um, say I constantly click the RX plus button and I'm just going to grind myself into the ground and say the stimulus is to finish this workout in, you know, eight to 10 minutes. And because I was stubborn and I was like, I'm gonna stick with the RX plus. And it took me five minutes more than everybody else. Like that, that doesn't help you, right? Like those are the days that you really should get out or like to double down on it is like maybe that you're beat up, right? And it was a hard week or a couple of days. Do one that's easier on your body to, again, for the longevity of it, instead of just mindlessly and monotonously grabbing, you know, like grinding yourself into the ground here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the biggest thing for me in this exact thing is, um, like again, I think it's people's like trepidation about scaling down the workout because for some reason they think people are going to look at them differently, even though not a single person ever will. Um, but like if in the middle of a workout, you have realized that this was a mistake. Mentally, you're going to beat yourself up there. Like if um, I'm doing toes to bar and it's like sets of 30 and I do the first round is great. And then I have to do two more rounds after that or something. And then all of a sudden I like can't get my toes to the bar anymore or my wall ball isn't getting all the way up to my target or whatever it is. Those are the those moments can hurt you so much more again for your pride and your mental side of this more than physically you just going down and wait on your ball or just doing leg raises from the beginning. Like just yeah. do that. Be successful at stuff, don't fail at stuff. Failure yeah. in people's minds is terrible, right? Always be successful and make sure it's a pleasant experience. Yeah. And, and don't look at it like you're going to get a worse workout just because yeah. you're not clicking that higher uh, scaled option, right? Even if you're scaling it down, doesn't mean you're going to miss out on a workout. In fact, like what you said, mentally, you're not going to beat yourself up as much because you're not to, you're not able to complete any reps at that point. You're actually going to move faster, which is going to increase the intensity, which might yes. actually give you more results, which we've talked about a lot before on here. But not necessarily be a worse workout just because it's a different option yeah and uh yeah 
yeah like the idea of you know it being lesser is is wild to me as well um because I, I we actually mike i'll use this as an example um the workout a couple weeks ago where it was the thrusters that went down yeah. right with the barbell like it went 135 to 95 at the end yeah. your exact words when i was t- talking to you about this was make it lighter and it's going to be worse by yeah. the end right because if you do a heavy weight the whole time you can only move at one speed what makes it worse is i get to go faster and it's lighter but that's not you know in every everybody's mind that wasn't a negative to be like oh i have to do a lighter weight every time um it worked it was <laughs> That sucked. Um, People would have loved to have a break with yeah. that heavier barbell the whole time. Yeah. In fact, when you go lighter, yeah, exactly. You might end up doing more work. Right. And to your point, like when we were talking about that one is that that sucked because your the weight went down. Sure. But like your perceived exertion was still way up there because you could do the same amount of reps or sets that you did with the heavier weight when you were yeah. fresh. Yeah. That type of workout is a great example of exactly what we're talking about to just frame it in people's minds. Like nobody got done that workout and they're like, man, why did I go lighter every round? That, yeah. that made it so easy. No yeah. one said that. Well, and I think um, uh, we'll go to the other side of this coin too, of like the question comes up, say we do have our RX plus our RX and our scaled up or like our conditioning. And somebody looks at the RX weight or whatever, and they're like, that weight's too light. I want to go more, right? No, use that weight. If you can move that weight easily and efficiently, go faster, right? Don't add more weight to slow yourself down just to add more weight. Sake, go faster at the weight. Like Fran is worse when you become more proficient at those movements because you go faster. You don't make Fran worse by making it heavier. You can, but yeah. like, um, yeah, I mean, I guess as you get fit enough, there could be a point where that's warranted, but right. most that, people are probably not in that ball. <laughs> yeah. That level sorry is right. Sorry to burst any bubbles. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think, um, uh, it's just like what we're talking about right now is like really framing each of these things in the way that, that we make them right. It's, it's to kind of help each individual person have the same experience, right? It's not to make sure that one person goes faster than another or anything like that. It's to make sure if we want everybody to finish within, you know, the eight to 10 minute mark, right? We're going to scale you up or down to make sure that you finish in that. Like if you're doing too light of weight, we can scale you up, right? And, and get you to fit in that thing. Same thing with scaling you down. If it's too heavy, like that those are also kind of more of the the general look of like these things uh of why we do it too it's like so everybody is having the same stimulus like what we talked about in the first episode of scaling and um the same experience at the end right it's not to draw it out and make everybody have different things yeah i like the concept like we've talked about intensity and and you know having people finish at the same time in another podcast but i like the way you framed it with the experience like having the same experience i think is something we haven't talked about before you know making sure that again like you mentioned before you're not beating your head off the wall because you're not able to complete any of the reps because you just tried to do too much yeah. uh 
and on the other side, you know, not going so light that you just uh, didn't break a sweat going unbroken, <laughs> you know, on the workout. And you're like, man, that was nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, finding that that sweet spot in the middle is the key. Yeah. Well, and I think like this is kind of going off on a tangent at this point, but I think that that is the value of putting your things into Wattify. Um, whether it's your times or things like that, or, you know, weights that you use, they, whatever it may be. Um, I do think that that can be a really helpful thing for you, uh, especially if you have to reference back to it. Be like, oh yeah, I remember on Memorial Day, we did Murph, you know, um, and I did it without a vest last year and I did it really, really fast or whatever. Like, and it helps you kind of make those decisions more. Not saying you have to live and die by that and then, get all hyped up about, you know, other people's times or whatever, but it does, it can help you more specifically too, if you have different reference points, instead of just guesswork the whole time as well. Yeah. So if you finish workout and you click, let's say the RX plus button, uh, that implies that you did everything in the RX plus category, right? (laughs) That is something that I think we wanted to mention too. Like you can't like change one thing about it and still click that button and that goes for the rx too um you know we we lay it out in a way to make it so that you can click that button so that you could reference it in the future and know exactly what you did yes and i think that um that maybe get a lot a little lost in translation for people too when it's written on the whiteboard like you were just saying say it's you know overhead squats at 135 it's chest to bar pull-ups and it's a 400 meter run. If I go overhead squats at 115 pounds, chest to bar pull-ups and a 400 meter run, I didn't do RX plus, right? It needs to be written exactly, or it needs to be done as it is written. And like you said, it needs to be like that for RX and like the conditioning is where we have a little bit more leeway, but that's also the point It's to help those people. Yeah. Again, it's not to shame anyone. It's just to have those distinct differences between the, the sections. Yeah, like if I um, did Murph, so we'll use Murph, and I wore my weight vest for my run, my pull-ups, and my push-ups, and I took it off for the squats, and I put it back on for the run, I didn't do Murph the way that it was written. Like, I took it off for a little piece. So it's like, those are those judgment calls of like, should I have been wearing it in the first place if I wasn't up to being able to do it there? Or yes. And then I should have just kept it on like that. You can have that internal dialogue, but um, I think it's really important. Uh, I, I, I harp on this a lot. Uh, I said it last Friday for your workout, Mike, with the handstand pushups and um, the toes bar and wall balls is like, mm. if your toes don't touch the bar, it doesn't count. It right? like, toes to bar. Yeah. Same thing with the toes to ring. Like I need to do it to the standard that we kind of put for integrity's sake, for the greater good, but it's also for you, right? This is this is exactly what we're talking about of if I can't get my toes to the bar 10 times out of 10 times, is it appropriate for me to be doing that in the first place? Yeah. And um, I think sometimes it, it can get a little lost. And that's not, we're not trying, like you said, we're not trying to like crush anybody's soul or I'm not running over there and just no ripping the hell out of them. But, right, it should be something that you, and I think this is this is my overarching point, is like, 
these different levels should be something that you want to strive for, right? Like to be able to click the RX button or RX plus button for the first time, because you know, you did it as exactly as it's written to the way it was supposed to. And I finished it and I got the best work that I could at that. That should be an enjoyable experience. It shouldn't just be this cast off thing that I clicked because all my friends did. Um, it, it needs to be like uh, a very high standard globally, but for you personally too, right? Like hold yeah. yourself, hold yourself up to that standard of being, I really want to do this. Cause like we said, if you like, if we'll go back to that Murph thing, it's like, I wore my vest for the run pull-ups and push-ups, took it off for the squats and then wore it for my second run. And I had a total time of 45 minutes. And then the next year I wore it for the whole time and I went slower yeah. and you're like, what the heck? I'm getting worse. Um, uh, my fitness level is going backwards. You're like, no, it was just a different experience because there was a section where you didn't have the same stimulus that you did this year. So it's like, again, moving forward, it helps you have like reference points like we were talking about before. So you can be like, this is a true test of what I did and did I get better or not? And if it's not, that's that's okay. But again, you're only doing yourself a disservice if you need to go back and reference that. Yeah. We both have books in our shot. I know people can't see that, but we look really, <laughs> we look very learned right now. I know. I know. I always <laughs> marvel at that. I think yeah, in summary a little bit, like we have these different options to scale the workouts, you know, none of them are like written in stone and like, you know, we come up with them uh, and, you know, there's no real magic in any of them, but the magic I think is in your hard work and yeah. your ability to, you know, to pick help with the coaches, help to pick the right option for you that day to have the intended stimulus, the intended experience uh, of that workout so that you can keep pushing the needle forward. And some days that's scaling up and trying a new skill as you develop it. And some days that's uh, taking a step back and working on it to develop more capacity for the future in, a, in another workout. Um, yeah, anything you want to add to a summary there? No, I think uh, oh, kind of how it is written. Um, I truly do love the three options because again, it's something for everybody. Um, and to your what you were just saying, like I think it's great to have those days where you know that I should be doing a scaled down version or a scaled up version, and I'm okay with both days, right? Whether they're different or not, um, just because again, like at the end of the day, it's again, it's a workout, right? Don't let it ruin your day, and if it makes your day because you did something you've never done before, great. We'll take right? that. Yeah, we'll take that. But like the truest way of doing it is doing it well, right? And then to your current ability level with the the goal of moving up or, you know, some days going down and that's going to be pushing the needle forward, like you said. Yeah, and I think if you're, you know, choosing properly every day, you're going to find that there's a lot more days where you leave feeling really good than yeah. feeling worse. About oh, 100%. All right. Yeah. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. Did it, Mike. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Let us know what you want to hear. We need some new ideas. So send yeah. us some ideas if you have any, uh, like a fun podcast idea. 
And, yeah, uh, we, uh, I would say, we were saying, like, we always joke about those questions of the days and randomness of them. Mike, you were, we were talking about this before. If you have a hypothetical question of, uh, Megan did it, of like, what's the point of a bar muscle up? If I just want to look good naked or whatever it is, you know, what's your perfect workout that you do forever? Anything like that, that could be a fun topic. Yeah, shoot those out too, because they're always interesting to, to learn about. All right, thanks, Sean. You See got you, it. Everybody. See everybody.